welcome to another edition of the Standard Room Only Podcast. This one coming to you live from the Washington football team's training facility in Richmond. I am Ben Standick. I do cover the aforementioned Washington football team. And it is starting again. The, 21, the 2021 season begins in earnest with four days of non-padded practices here in Richmond. Um, Ron Rivera spoke today, talked a lot about the vaccine issue, but we also got some other news. Curtis Samuel placed on the pup list, among other things. Get to all that in just a moment with our guest, um, Michael Phillips from the Richmond Times-Dispatch. We, we offered some takeaways on Rivera's comments, as well as some training camp preview, players to watch, maybe a surprise cut or two, things along those lines. So we'll get to all that here in just a moment. Um, as always, you guys know the deal. You can find this podcast anywhere, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you do your podcasting. And of course, make sure you check me out on The Athletic right now. If you haven't subscribed yet, there is an offer 50% off the subscription rate. Just make sure you click on one of my stories. I'll have one up today. Um, about what Rivera had to say, make sure you click on one of those stories because then it helps my cause and helps everybody involved uh, because you get all our work starting the training camp all the way through the season. Um, so we'll get to my, Michael and I in a second. If, if, if I sound a little bit different, I'm recording on my uh, on my cell phone uh, outside of camp, which uh, hopefully it'll, it'll be all right. You got to do what we got to do here, uh, recording things on the fly. But um, I'm excited to be back. I know I said last week, you know, didn't really want the summer to end and that's still true, but it's fun to be back here. We obviously weren't in Richmond last year. I'm not here for the usual duration, but it's good to be back. Um, and tomorrow we'll see the players out on the field. We won't see Curtis Samuel. Now, we know he was dealing with a groin injury earlier this offseason. Um, he didn't. He wasn't on the field either um, during uh, minicamp and so on. Um, doesn't I don't believe this is to be a serious thing, but we'll get a better sense of that tomorrow. Um, that news came out after Rivera spoke, so we didn't have a chance to discuss that. Um, Landon Collins not on the pup list, which means he's cleared. Now, how much he's going to participate is is a big question. Obviously, where how, how he how he is and what he can do will determine a lot about the rest of the secondary. And Michael and I kind of got in to some of of that. Uh, DeShazer Everett, Tim Settle. Were on the placed on the, uh, the 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 non-football illness list, but Cornelius Lucas was added to the COVID nineteen reserve list, so he won't begin uh, the start of practice. We'll see how what is going on there uh, as best we as best we can. So a lot to get to over the next few days. Um, uh, you know, I don't have really too many observations at this point because obviously I haven't seen anything other than. Uh, check out the facility. The players were out on the field stretching, but we couldn't. It wasn't for us. To, it wasn't a day for us to watch even that amount of work. So we'll get to more here um, in the days ahead. Hope to have another podcast or two from uh, from Richmond. But certainly we'll keep this going once they get back to Ashburn starting next week. So um, stay tuned here to the podcast. Check out the Athletic, and then stay tuned right now as Michael Phillips and I talk. Ron Rivera's press conference and more of about Washington football team training camp here on the Standard Room Only podcast. All right, uh, we are standing outside the uh, Washington uh, football team uh, media room. We are back in it. It's been a minute, but we are back. And of course, I'm going to have a podcast, the first one at training camp. Who else am I going to have it with but the mayor of Richmond? I don't think he technically has that distinction yet, but you know, basically that's what everybody thinks of him as. 
He is Michael Phillips from the Richmond Times Dispatch. Is that? I, have, I think I've called you that before, right? I mean, that is absolutely. Is that a, absolutely. It's, it's not official per se. Like you know, the vote counting's a tricky thing. Everybody everybody knows what happened now. <laughs> I don't, I'm not here to rehash the past, Ben. But it's safe to say when when I say move, things things move around. I, here. I uh, absolutely, which is why we we had to have you on because we we need to get the pulse of the of the city. Washington is back. Um, all right, so Ron Rivera just talked with us. I don't know, 10, 10 minutes ago or so. We'll, we'll rehash that, in a, but honestly, there was pretty much one topic. One topic. <laughs> it was about the vaccines. Single topic presser. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get to that, but also we'll get into some other um, uh, thoughts going into to camp. We've had a bit of a newsy 24-hour period. Jonathan Allen, Logan yep. Thomas signed extensions. I, I can't sit here and say that either one was, like, surprising. I guess the one thing that's sort of surprising well, could, is they I got could, it done. I, I could sit here because I said it wasn't going to happen with Allen. So, I, you know, if you want to have a guy on to be surprised, I'm your guy. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it was a, it was a for that one in particular. I mean, my sense was there wasn't anything happening going into the weekend, um, and you know, as, as you had kind of said uh, the other day, like there was no sense even in yesterday morning that anything was going to happen. And then all of a sudden, you know, they would say deadlines create deals, and I, I do have some sense of like the goal was can they get something done before they step out onto the field? And once you step out on the field, you know, to some degree, all bets are off. They obviously did get it did get it done did you, did you put like any stock in like either one of these things being significant beyond though they have the locked up two players who are good players for for more years now or is there anything beyond that yeah you never want to focus entirely on money because there's so many other levers that get pulled the guarantees the term the signing bonus all that but it was very important to jonathan allen's side that they get to 18 million dollars a year that was the number that was where they wanted to be and they left sunday night very frustrated, feeling like the team was not going to get there, that that wasn't going to happen. Uh, and, you know, the team had other levers they were available to pull, but I will say this, they pulled those levers. They met him where he needed to be at $18 million a year. I think if you injected Ron Rivera with true serum and said, do you think Jonathan Allen's worth $18 million a year? He'd probably say no, but he understood the importance of getting this done, getting a deal done for a captain, getting a deal done for that defensive line, getting a deal done to communicate that he gets deals done with his guys, and getting a deal done in line the fact that the previous first-rounder pick to get a second contract was Ryan Kerrigan in 2011. It was so long ago. It was very important symbolically to get this done, even if it cost him a couple bucks. This year. I, I agree. I mean, I wrote about this a little bit uh, for a story in terms of the John Nathan Allen bit that was relevant for about five hours, uh, and then kind of way. Although to some degree, it was the, the point was there of this. The, it isn't so much relevant to Jonathan Allen specifically. Very good player, and I've been fascinated by this idea of the four defensive linemen and how do they keep them all yeah. the time and all that. But it was like, okay, he's told, he told everybody a year ago. He told Trent Williams. He told, told Quentin Dunbar. He told the world, I'm not giving anybody an extension until I know who anybody is. I need to see who you are. I need to be around you, see your fit. Are you buying in? Whatever it may be. Okay, well, that, that, that's happening. Now, I don't even – Brandon Sheriff is almost a separate category because he inherited a franchise tag situation already. Yep. Uh, so he – so that was – wait, is that right? No. Well, well he, they tagged him – yeah, in, he, in the interim, yeah, yeah he and he and he inherited a situation that had been going on. His for, options for a bit. were give him the tag or let or set him free. Right, right, right. Were essentially his two options. So he chose the lesser evil. Right, and so it, it was symbolic, and I and you know I think there is a, some value to the point of saying when Jay Gruden would be faced with contract questions, he could say honestly, "Don't ask me." Yeah. It go kick it upstairs, talk to them because that's where those issues are. That can't. It's not the case here. Ron Rivera is the is the voice. Even if Rob Rogers is the one filling out the contract paperwork, Ron Rivera is the one ultimately saying, "I'm in," and the players are going to know that. So to 
to let a John Allen, who is the poster child for everything you would want. Independent of, like you said, maybe the money is, is, is perhaps a bit much, and maybe there's some question about how you keep all four of these guys. But, you know, good player, locker room leader. He's from here. He yep. wants to stay. Yep. All these things. And then Logan Thomas is a guy that, you know, there are some local uh, ties there as well. But they, you know, good, good, good job from the scouting department. They find this guy. They turn him into something. And, you know, credit to him for turning himself into something. And, uh, you know, the type of guy you want to reward and it's, I think it's, all, it's good symbolic. So I think for all those reasons, like you said, it was necessary that they got something done. Yeah, and with Logan Thomas, that's a fascinating one because the, really the only guarantee is this year and next year. Those are the two guaranteed, two and a half this year, eight next year. The guarantees are ten and a half million. So it's a two-year guarantee. That's fine. That's not crippling. But that's the price you pay for a starting tight end in the NFL. That's an acknowledgement from this team that they view him as the number one tight end going forward, as the guy who can carry, you know, can carry that mantle going forward. If he turns out to not be that, they can get out of the deal. It's not not a big thing, but it, it's a statement about, you know, some people were saying midway through last year, do they need another tight end? Does Logan Thomas need to be a number two? This is an emphatic retort to that. No, Logan Thomas does not. He is their number one. Yeah, um, all good points. And look, I, I personally am kind of happy all this have, got done is, okay, you don't want to take away all of our potential topics to write about, but we've gotten rid of a bunch of them. Yes. The, the Snyder, the Wilkinson report, you know, yeah. whatever you think of that, that's happened. Uh, Jonathan Allen, Logan Thomas is a little bit of a, not surprised, but like wasn't the headliner of the contracts. That's done, and now it's about training camp. Uh, before we get to the football stuff, the, the big topic of the day was the vaccines. I, I don't know exactly how many questions Rivera had today. Let's just say it was about 15, give or take. I would say about 12, <laughs> 11 were on, were on some version of the vaccine, and Rivera did not he didn't just give the well you know we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens he flat out said he's he's very frustrated by the refusal for some to to not get it that he he, he talked about his own health situation there's some compromising what's the word i'm looking for well it, the word is immunocompromised he said immunodeficient we're gonna have to get to the dictionary to parse this uh <laughs> We, we get a doctor on here to, to parse. I, I don't know if there's a, a difference there or not because I'm not medically informed. Uh, but the bottom line is, dude had cancer. And last year, basically one year ago to the day, sat his team down and said, look, I have cancer. This virus is raging. I need you to do this for me. And they did it for him. And now a year later, he says, I need you to do this for me. Man, man we're good. It, it, very interesting. I, I thought his walk-off was, he said, this will be telling about our team. And you know this. You're either on Team Ron or you're not on Team Ron. You roll with Ron or you don't. I have to believe he is viewing this as a personal slight, the guys who are not getting it. Yeah, it is fascinating how last year when they had zero games missed because of it. The couple, the, the, anybody that got it was, all, was off on, on the IR or what have you. Um, to be that disciplined collective as a team and also to be lucky, but whatever it may be, to now do this where they were the lowest, you know, they were one of the two teams under 50% just like a week or so ago. I think Ron, he just said that they were over 50 now. I think I saw... 60. So, yeah, I think I saw 60. But that's, some, that's not 60 fully vaccinated. That's 60 with at least one dose. Right. So on, on on the path. Right. So so we'll see where that goes. It'll be interesting to see any player um, reaction. In terms of, for those of you who are sitting here going, okay, good. Now, when are you going to talk about the football stuff? Honestly, I don't think we got anything more out of Rivera today. Yes, there's going to be a quarterback competition, he says. I, if in case you if, in case you weren't aware of that, I can't even give lip service to that. We all know who the quarterback is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And, and by the way, for those of you, if there's any, for those of you who don't know, it's Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yes, that is, that is correct. Um, 
we're, we're Michael's kind of do this with me. We're doing this outside. I'm using my phone. This is old school recording. So uh, if there's any uh, sound, whatever, it's on me, not not anybody else. It's not a Zoom issue. It's this be the, the issue is me holding the mic, my phone, uh, close to one of our mouths to, to hear. That that would be the only issue today. We're gonna uh, upload this through through Morpheus or something. You know, remember remember back LimeWire. Yeah, we'll, we'll this will be on all the major services. I, I gotta have a uh, you know when, when when the dial when the dial up uh, connection would hit would would hit. Uh, I, I gotta I gotta add that sound you got the 56k though that's double the speed <laughs> um so, so so let's get to some actual football stuff i mean we're talking the the players they were literally just out here stretching but the real action starts tomorrow i guess for you what's the, if we if we put the vaccine aside what's the number one story for you going into uh training camp uh, first thing i'm looking for tomorrow is i'm going to look for landon collins and see what he's doing and what he's able to do i think we all expect him to start on pup we didn't get that formal list today it, it nine months removed from an achilles it's a stunner if he's anything other than pup but if minicamp was any indication he's going to be out there with the team he's going to be running around doing light work paying attention staying involved i want to i want to see is the potential for him to play this year in play, you know, how soon can he get back? I think that's a very important question to set the table in the secondary. Obviously, you're fully set at cornerback in terms of your top two, Fuller and Jackson. Great plays there, great moves there to bring in Jackson, have two top-tier cornerbacks. You need that in the NFC East right now. You need that in the NFL right now. Uh, but, you know, Collins is a big piece of that because that dictates what do you do with Cam Curl? What do you do with Kalik Hudson, even, a guy who can, who can kind of play that hybrid position? He sets the table for the rest of it with his availability. Yeah, even like the other positions, like last year, Jimmy Moreland was playing less when Cam Curl became a more established yeah. player, then played more when when um, when Landon goes out. So if, they're, if Collins and Curl are in, is there less of a third cornerback on the field? And then there's even the question of who's the third corner with, with St. Juice and all that. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just go. So there's no pads at any of the practices here in Richmond. So it's not like we're going to see a rock'em sock'em action. But the receivers are always fun. You always can get the one-on-one -on -one matchups with, with corners. And I'm really curious to see that, not necessarily, you know, who's, uh, you know, if Camp Sims can leap over a defensive back, but more just like usage who's out there. Because I think that the third receiver to me is super fascinating. And part of that is dictated by, I think, how will they ultimately use Curtis Samuel? Is he more on the outside? Well, then maybe that's a nod to an Adam Humphreys, who I think is maybe being overstated when people are saying he's like a, uh, if, if, if we're saying he's a roster lock. Well, he, I'm saying he's a roster lock. You're not? I am. I'm. I, he could be. Look, well, it's overstated to say he's going to have any kind of role. Sure. I, I'm locking him now. I, I'm not going to lock him. I, like if I, so, one of my questions I was going to get to, we can sort of get into it now. Is uh, a surprise cut last year? Adrian Peterson, Sean Davis. I think yep. we all had them on the 53 at this moment, and then that didn't happen. Yep. Um, and so I'm going through like who is the, the potential surprise? I know like people have pointed to like John Bostic. But, like, I don't know. I mean, I, the, you, the depth behind him at linebacker is not interesting enough for me to be like, eh, he doesn't cost that much money. But I look at the receivers, again, like, if they keep more than six, then it's, there's a lot of room for everybody. But if they just keep the six, if Samuel plays more inside, because you have Kirk, Cam Sims, you have De'Ami Brown can play a few spots, yeah. if Gandy Golden is a thing, then I, I don't necessarily know what they're doing with Humphreys, especially since he's not in the mix for the punt return duties, and if the most of the punt return options are coming from receiver. That said, he could be the third receiver behind McLaurin and Samuel if Samuel plays more on the outside, which is where these guys used him before. So I think to are me... Are you locking Cam Sims? I, I'm more optimistic about Cam Sims than I am Humphreys. How about that? All right. Is that, is that, is that Standard a, room, man. Is that a wacky take? Well, I don't know. You gave me Last time I was on the standard room, you were telling me about Jameis Winston. You were right. So the, the people love Jameis Winston. So I... 
you know, who am I? I I'm here in the standing room to learn and, and grow with everybody else. <laughs> I I think Humphreys has has a thing. Wait, what did I say about Jameis Winston? We were talking about quarterbacks who might be available. Oh, you did. I was I was saying nobody would want him, but then we ran a Twitter poll accepted. People wanted Jameis Winston. Gotcha. Uh, this is prior to the Fitzpatrick. For, 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 for what it's worth, I don't remember what happened yesterday. I was like, Jameis Winston? What, did we, was he here? But yeah, I gotcha. I never forget my standing so, room appearances. But <laughs> it, 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 you've got Cam Sims over Humphreys. I've got Humphreys over Cam Sims. I They're going to cut at least one name guy. People, you know, You're always looking for that headline during sure. training camp. I mean, and receiver. A casual fan. It's wide receiver, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I don't think even saying Stephen Sims or Kelvin Harmon outside—that's not a—that's not, not a take. Is there somebody though right now that everybody's sort of putting on the fifty-three? That if you had to sort of throw that Sean Davis Peterson guy out there, that you would uh, point to? Well, uh, you know, maybe maybe Allen makes a run at the number two at quarterback. I, I'm, you, you know, I'm a Heineke guy, so I'm not. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not predicting that. I'm predicting Taylor Heineke shines like the bright star he is in these <laughs> meaningless, meaningless preseason games and sends us all into a tizzy. Uh, you know, you'd be looking at that potentially because because I I do think there's a strong case to only keeping two quarterbacks uh, and keeping the third one around. I, you know, offensive line is an interesting one. Um, I can give you a name. I think they still like him, but Sadiq Charles is a guy who, if he doesn't show, I think it's best to ask those hard questions now rather than later. Do we want to ride this bull for another year, or have we? is the sample size big enough that we're ready to cut bait? Uh, I don't think they'll do it. I think he's more likely to be an IR guy in the end than, than, a, than a cut, um, but, but he's a guy I would keep an eye on. That it would be a that would be a, a that would be an interesting one for for sure. I don't think I said what was my for me the, the top storyline. You mentioned Landon Collins. I probably would just say um, the obvious thing is how good are they? Because everybody you know I, people want to you know we go on the radio. People say what do you think? I, I honestly don't know. I mean, there's so many variables. Yes, the defense could be really good, but I don't know how you know we'll see how good they are facing the potential slate of quarterbacks that they're up against versus. Last year, I think I think it was Ben Denucci. I think I called him Ben. I I, I butchered his last name. Pride at JMU. Yeah, I butchered his last name. I think I called him Denunzio after like one of the caddies in Caddyshack <laughs> the other day. Um, but you know, you get guys like that. So I think just to me in general, just uh, and again, this is, we're not going to resolve that in four days here in Richmond. But just in terms of the overriding factor, it is as hard to know. And a part of that is Fitzpatrick. I mean. He maybe he is, looks to be significantly better than what they had before, which is very different than saying he's good enough to take them to the playoffs, considering he's never done it in his entire career. So I think to me that's my would be my just general top storyline. Um, from like an underrated storyline, um, as I sit here, I realize I don't know if I have an answer as I'm stalling right now to 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 <laughs> to, 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 to talk to you. But um, I, you know, I, I guess I would just say that um, you know the offensive line to an extent. Yeah, we've talked about no Morgan Moses. But, like, there are two new tackles. And, yeah, Charles Leno is, is a totally solid veteran. Seems to be the Morgan Moses mm -hmm. of the left tackles. Yep. Um, but we'll see. He's new. The right side. Yeah, Lucas was totally solid last year. And we'll see about Tam Cosme. Um, but I don't know. That's All of it's interesting. But we'll see how good they are. And then questions at left guard and all that. So, I mean, the offensive line, for all the other pieces behind it, the line has got to have to hold up. And it was solid last year. But to what end I, I i feel like that more i think there's more questions and maybe it feels like collectively we're uh, discussing well i'll ramble for a minute so you can gather your thoughts that's why you have guests on a podcast so you can you can do that i look it's a huge mistake in the nfl to ever rely on a rookie offensive line unless he's trent williams coming out if you, if you picked him in the top 10 sure 
It, beyond that, it's a huge mistake to rely. You remember Morgan Moses, uh, you know, back his rookie season. Oh, what a bum. is a terrible pick. It not, wasn't a terrible pick, it turned out. Drainage is really freaking hard to go from college to pro on the offensive line. And Sam Cosme is about to learn just how freaking hard that is. It's a huge mistake to potentially lean on him in, in any sort of, of tangible way other than taking those lumps, learning, and growing. That The depth is the number one thing we're going to harp on. Look, if this team stays healthy, they're really, really good. They are. It's it's an impressive collection of players top to bottom. If guys start getting hurt, it is not an impressive collection of backups top to bottom. It, you know, and Ron, you trust. He found the guys last year. He found Cam Curl last year. You know, he, he found J.D. McKissick last year. Look, he can scout the guys. He can bring the guys in. We're waiting to see who emerges. Who is that guy this year? They need to find one. Um camp battles to watch there's a, there's a few that are interesting no i'm not going to talk about the quarterback Athletic that's a versus the washington post i know i'm excited for this one just competing it... for the scoops digging deep day in day out sam Fortier, nikki javal on the post team ben and rhiannon on the athletic side I, I couldn't be more excited for this one now you you were big into the gambling scene does FanDuel have a line on that's such a, a that's, thing that's even money even, that's even, even money even, and money is just pouring in on both sides you know people have their favorites and their loyalties i can't get enough of it first well side. i won't I'll, I'll ask to see your betting slip when we get off air um but, but uh yeah in terms of like the camp battles like i mean I, I, I'm just fascinated again by the third receiver because it could be so many different variables and they come in a lot of different shapes and sizes. So that one to me is uh, is pretty interesting. And I guess this isn't a battle, but I am sort of curious how they fit Ioannidis into the equation because you have four stalwarts up front. And how do you get him in? Is there one battle for you? It could be uh, a headliner or it could be something more subtle at the back end of the roster. Anything you're looking for? Yeah, is this a year Tim Settle gets antsy because he's playing for a contract too and there's clearly no snaps available for him? That's, yeah. that, that's a potential interesting story. Like, look, wide receiver is the answer, of course. It's the answer to all these questions. It's what we'll be watching. It's very exciting. I, I, I do think that this safety situation is fascinating because of the versatility, because of the options. I do throw Khalid Hudson into that mix because he does factor in. I throw Landon Collins into the mix, even though he's not going to practice tomorrow, I don't think, because there, there's just a lot of moving parts, a lot of variables. And, and look, you know, what you say is give Ron Rivera credit for this. He knows why he lost in the playoffs last year, and he has addressed those needs. He brought in Jamin Davis' top pick. He, he brought in you know, Jackson at cornerback. Now, he's not moving quickly enough because he, he views this as, you know, he's probably views this as one year away from pushing all his chips in. But he understands why he got beat. He improved at those positions. I think there's reason to be optimistic about the offseason approach. Well, one year away from pushing all his chips in? Is this the Aaron Rodgers uh, bat signal that you're throwing out there? Right. Here, here's all I'm saying. Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're saying all the right things. They love him. He's great. I'm excited for him. This is the most excited I've been for Washington quarterback probably since 2013. Robert coming back when we all thought he was going to just magically return to his old form, and he didn't. If Aaron Rodgers shows even the slightest hint, you just shove Fitzpatrick straight under a bus as quick as humanly possible. We'll get to that next offseason, but... You move heaven and earth to get that guy. Look, they got Ron Rivera, Aaron Rodgers went to the same college as did their new uh, internal hire, Mike Silver. There's a lot of Cal Bears action you don't going think on. We're getting that scoop. <laughs> yeah, we 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 we, yeah, we we may not get that one if it uh, if it comes here. All right, 30 seconds. If people are going to come down here to check out training camp, again, as the mayor of the city, what's the thing people need to do beyond watch the football? Absolutely. You're, gonna, you're always going to eat well in Richmond. You know that, ZZQ Barbecue. I've been telling people, hot, hot rookie on the scene, Lily Pearl, best chicken sandwich in the world, period. The chicken sandwich wars are over. It's not grilled, fried. Like what's the fried, scene? Fried, yeah. It's the Popeyes. Oh, chick- sorry, chick- this, we're in the style. South. I apologize yeah, yeah. for thinking otherwise. Grilled, grilled. That's a good one, Ben. 
Go down the James River, see it. If you got kids, take take them to the VMFA, the Science Museum. That the museums are really cool here. Uh, it, you know, and and uh, come come hang out, see the breweries, uh, have have a great time. Get to the rooftops at night. Uh, Quirk, Cabana are both both great spots to be. Uh, it's it's a great town. Always love always love uh, pumping out for it. He is at Michael P R T D on Twitter. Go read him in the Richmond Times Dispatch. And if you see him here at training camp, you know keep you know you can say hi, but just keep your distance. You know he's got you know he's got a, it's not that's not a COVID well, thing. My, that's just an odd. That's just the a, bodyguards will make sure. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's just a personal personal choice uh, thing. Uh, all right. Thanks to Michael. Thanks to you guys for listening. We're going to go with a quick ending here because I got to go do work. Uh, we'll catch you guys later. Read The Athletic. And that's it for now. Until next time, see ya.